You're listening to Inside Lebo, a podcast giving you an inside look at Mount Lebanon, Pennsylvania, hosted by Assistant Municipal Manager and Municipal Planner Ian McMeans and Assistant Public Information Officer and Online Editor Stephanie Hackey. Welcome back to Inside Lebo. I'm your host, Assistant Municipal Manager and Municipal Planner Ian McMeans. And I'm Assistant Public Information Officer and Online Editor Stephanie Hackey. Joining us for today's special episode is Mount Lebanon's newest commissioner, who was recently appointed to the vacant third ward seat. Absolutely. Thank you, Anne Swagger-Wilson, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. So, um, you were recently appointed. Um, Tell us why you were interested in serving on the commission and why you threw your hat into the ring. I have a long history of being in the public realm, more in the city of Pittsburgh probably than Mount Lebanon, but also sometime in Mount Lebanon. And I was asked by several people, it was suggested that I go ahead and apply for the position because I have enough experience where walking into the seat wasn't you know, a really hard study. I'm pretty familiar with how local government works and I've been around for a long time. And so. Um, <laughs> That's why I threw my hat into the ring. Well, we're very glad that you did, and congratulations on your appointment. Thank you. Thanks. I'm learning a lot, which is very fun. Yes. That's that's the best part about it. That's Meeting awesome. All sorts of people, learning all about the things that Mount Lebanon does. It's amazing. It's just it's incredible, isn't it? It's There's so much that goes into it. Yes, absolutely, oh. for sure. Oh. Well, tell us about your background a little bit. Where do you come from? You know, previous jobs, accomplishments, all of that good stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, I started my career in Pittsburgh as a banker, believe it or not, um, and that's where I learned finance. I also hated banking because I hated saying no, and it <laughs> seemed like the bank that I worked for, which will remain unnamed only lent money to people who didn't need it, which never made sense to me and just was not good for my personality type. Right. So I went from there to staying home with my two oldest children for a few years, was pretty sure I was going to die of boredom. And so (laughs) I decided to volunteer to work for um, a group that was called the Washington Road Task Force revitalization task force it was an effort to try to revitalize Washington Road and I volunteered and very quickly was pulled into doing almost a full-time job helping set up the organization and all of those kind of things and then ultimately was hired as the first executive director on a part-time basis and so I'm the one my group not me um, is who started the Boo, we used to call it the Booville Parade. Now it's called the Pumpkin Patch Parade, I guess. Okay. And we started Light Up Night in Mount Lebanon, which is now Light Lebo. Mm-hmm. And we started a very small farmer's market. Now all these things have grown and gotten much better than our initial tries. But, yep, that was that group. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. So a lot of the big community events that we mm-hmm. have now are thanks to you and your efforts. Well, but, you know... I have to admit that my successes really come from all the people I work with. If it were just me, it never would have happened. I always had um, great people that I worked with, both volunteers and some paid staff here and there. So that's awesome. Tell me about the transition from banking to that role, and how did you how did you go about that? <laughs> well, it was it was interesting because it was back when the National Trust. Um, for historic preservation was 
starting what was called the Main Street program. And they had, their idea was that if you wanted your community, especially your business district, to thrive, you had to work from the uniqueness of what it was. So interestingly enough, it was about doing special events to bring people into town, attracting new businesses to your business district, um, and honoring the design of the buildings that were there. And I really have always liked buildings and the history of buildings. So this was a natural fit for me That's and awesome. banking banking just gives you a good background in finance i mean it it helps you understand how the money comes in and how the money goes out and how to explain it and so that was how i went from one to the other i love that so you made a huge impact on mount lebanon back in the day are you from mount lebanon what's your background no in? no I, I grew up in cincinnati ohio but my family is from the state of maine Okay. So, and they and they really. My dad used to say we were just visiting in Cincinnati. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh huh. So, how did you end up in Mount Lebanon? Um, I married into Mount Lebanon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're either born here or you marry in, pretty much. That's from what that's I understand. That's pretty much it. But now I've been here for so I've been here 43 years. So I wow. feel like I'm from Mount Lebanon. This has become your community for yes. sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I Very love much it. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you mentioned obviously your finance experience and now that we're into the month of november which is budget season in the municipality um how do you feel that that kind of prepares you for working through the vastly comprehensive municipal budgeting process well that's that's a good word for it it's really incredible the amount of detail that goes into coming up with the budget and you know like i said budgeting and finance is all about the money coming in and the money going out and there are never enough resources for everything everybody wants. So somehow you have to come up with a balance that you're you know, being careful with the money and spending it the way the citizens want it to be spent, recognizing that every citizen is different from every other citizen, so you can't Absolutely. please everybody 100% of the time. But we do a pretty good job of it, I think, with our budgeting. It's also such an open process. You know, any citizen can find out at any time how we spend our money and how we raise our money. It's right there for everybody to transparent. see. Transparent. Yeah, very transparent. And shameless plug for a previous episode of Inside Lebo, people can check out our episode on the budget with Finance Director Andrew McCreary, which was released last week. So yes, we're gonna take a short break and we'll be back with more from Commissioner Answager Wilson. And we're back with more on Inside Lebo with this week's special guest, Commissioner Ann Swagger Wilson, who was recently appointed to fill the third ward seat that was vacated by Commissioner Leanne Foster. So, uh, Commissioner Swagger Wilson, uh, what are some of your hopes for Mount Lebanon in the years ahead? I hope that we are able to preserve our history and to celebrate our history. I think one of the neatest things about Mount Lebanon is our history. The way the town developed, it's, it's almost like a quilt. It's kind of a patchwork of things that happened here and then some that happened here. Um, very, very interesting. And it's very fun to be walking down the street and thinking about the houses that are there. Some are newer, some are older. Who used to live in them? 
How did they come to be? I, I love all those things. So you have a background in um, working for a nonprofit in architecture as well? I, I had the privilege of being the executive director of the American Institute of Architects in Pittsburgh for 27 years. Oh, that's so cool. That's amazing. It was a wonderful job. It was, you know, they're, architects are just such fascinating, interesting, smart people. The way they look at the world is different than everybody else. And it gave me a real appreciation for the difference design can make in everybody's lives. And, you know, it, it can contribute to the public safety in a community, uh, just a n- numerous things. So, How has that changed your view on Lebo? When you walk down the streets, you know, you're talking about looking at the buildings and all of that. And I always am trying to figure out what the insides look like. You know, what's <laughs> what's the floor plan of that house? How is it constructed? I mean, there's a, there's a house on Orchard, I think it is, that actually looks like it's made from cobblestones. I mean, it's so fascinating, the materials that people came so up with cool. and put into houses. Yeah, really. That makes our houses very special around here. They are special because there's such a big variety of them. Right. We even have those little Spanish houses here and there yes, tucked in. I love those. I know. I've yeah. always wondered the background of those. I think we've uh-huh. talked about that in our office at some point. Where did those come from? How did they get here? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really cool, and I know you know from recent experience that um, we're doing public surveys as part of our comprehensive plan process, and a lot of the feedback we've heard through that is that you know we asked the question, "What do you like most about Mount Lebanon?" A lot of the response is sort of the the character of our communities, right. the character of our neighborhoods, um, you know, and everything that goes into that too, yeah. right? The the sidewalks, the walkability, the tree lined streets, the, the brick yep. streets, the, uh, brick everything. streets are yep. fabulous. Yep. You yes. know, all those things are just so interesting and different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. In my neighborhood, I live in Lebanon Hills, and so part of it has brick streets, the older part, and you can see the line of demarcation where they started to put in fill and build houses in the 60s, because those are all blacktop. Yeah. It's so interesting. Think about the names, main entrance, park entrance, connecting road. I always think that the builder came in and thought, okay, this is going to be the main entrance into my plan, and this is going to be the entrance that goes down to the little park at the end, because it wasn't developed yet, and this road, connecting road, is going to connect the two, and then the name stuck. I I don't know that that's true, so I'm We were actually talking about the names recently, and uh, where did they come from? How did they get there? But that just makes sense to me, so now I tell everybody that that's what I think happens, and pretty soon that myth will probably turn into you know the truth yeah <laughs> it's my favorite road name in mount lebanon because like you just said right you know you can just imagine someone being like oh here's here's a big road here here's a big road here what's this one do ah it connects those two all right we'll call it connecting road <laughs> right. You know? right and it stayed yeah. i love it oh my goodness okay um so you i think you also kind of covered this one but um what is your favorite thing about mount lebanon the history is my favorite thing, um, but probably the uniqueness of the town. You know, it's it just, um, it's such an interesting place to live. It's such an interesting way to see how it evolved as a town. I also like that it is, somebody coined this phrase at one point, that it was the most urban suburb. And I like that about it. I like that our houses are not on top of each other, but fairly close. You know your neighbors, you have a sidewalk. A sidewalk to me is like a front door to your house. If Mm -hmm. you're sitting in your yard or gardening, when someone's walking by on the sidewalk, it's pretty hard not to say hello, because they're right right there. Now, if they're out in the road, 
you know, they're that much farther away. But yeah. Right next to you, you have to say hello, and it makes it neighborly. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And all of this together, you, you're on the Historic Preservation Board as well. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Well, but I have to step back from it because oh, okay. I'm a commissioner. Oh, now. my goodness. But that's okay. what I was doing. Before. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yes, and they're, yeah. gonna, they're working on a um, seminar for residents okay. to have residents understand um, the history of their home and how to preserve the character of their house as opposed to blowing it up and putting, you know, some material that isn't a good material for that house on it so i love that and i remember a few years back the historic board was involved with a design guide that we have on our website right now that kind of gives some high level architecture overview to people who may not know a lot about architecture but says my house looks like this and there's some great pictures in there that you can kind of flip through and be like oh i have this on my house okay Mm -hmm. this is what it is and how to kind of maintain it right it's really cool awesome what is um, what are some of the challenges that you face in this new role? There's so much to learn. There's such an incredible amount of things to learn. I've been um, going around on, I guess what I'll call a listening tour, interviewing um, department heads, staff leads, just to get a feel for what everybody does. And I, I, I tried to keep notes, but I can't even keep up. There's just so much going on at any given moment. So I think that the biggest challenge is trying to learn it all and right. then trying to represent the people that do all the work and, you know, be able to explain what they do, why they right. do it, why decisions are made, what these policies are for. Those things are hard because, you know, people oftentimes have a very strong opinion. Yep. about Absolutely. the way something should be done, and yet it can't be done that way for a number of reasons. Right. So trying to learn all of that is a daunting task. You're doing all your research then, it sounds like, just by meeting people and talking to people yes. and learning about the community. Yes. And next I want to hear from residents. So I'm talking to Mount Lebanon staff now, but I'd like to hear from the residents. And if you want to reach me, you can either call me at 412 652 8289 or you can email me at a wilson so a w i l s o n at mountlebanon.org great well thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on the show and you know we wish you the best of luck during your thank tenure you. as commissioner Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you so much for being here. This episode of Inside Lebo was produced by Carrie Magno with theme music by Drew Magno. And thanks also to Chris Leeper from the Mount Lebanon Public Information Office for the great artwork that we have for our show. Uh, tune in again next time for another episode of Inside Lebo. Thanks for listening to Inside Lebo, produced by Mount Lebanon's Public Information Office. Learn more about all things Lebo at mountlebanon.org or by following our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages.